0: Ah, uh, we fucking made it again, baby. It is Friday, March 8th. The weekend is upon us. This is the last 22 of the week. It's a Catch-22 podcast. Maybe. Well, you know what? I say last. We haven't done a good old Friday night one in a while. Uh, a little radio roulette, some shit like that. Maybe we'll give that a shot. We will see. That's always to be determined. You never know. Good morning. How are you? To my neighbor. Welcome her Dog. She is an asshole. Anyway. You know what's funny about this podcast is that uh I don't. I, you know, if, if it was just me in the car, I mean, I'd be listening to music, maybe. Or if I was like, if I'm, I don't talk to anybody. I go on the train, I don't talk. At work, I don't talk to anybody. But here, and I just wanna, I guess maybe I'm talk to other people. I had no problem talking to myself though. How about that? Um, yeah, it's kind of funny how, I, if, it, if it was just me in the car for the past, uh let's see, I started in like September, October, November, September. Right, boy, Almost six months, yeah, coming up on the six month anniversary of the podcast. Um, if it's if I, I don't know, I wouldn't be um talking at all. I wouldn't be talking to anybody from between now and the time I get to work. So, I don't know. That's uh again, but I, I gotta work on that crutch. I don't know. Why why do I why do I have to say I don't know? That's that's just me saying I don't know what the fuck to say next. That is that crutch, and now we and now we do know and knowing the exactly battle. Uh, let's see what is on tap for today. A uh, couple good things. Listen, if you are looking for some good articles to read, and I'm, I tweeted this out yesterday, and I'm not saying this uh, to, to be to be like look at me, but I am just proud that from afar, I formed a similar opinion that um, a professional concluded when he was at the NFL Combine last week. And Wright Thompson has an article on ESPN.com about the Combine. And it's great. Not one fucking thing about football. And he makes a point of that. There's nothing about football at all he even mentions in there. He hasn't seen anybody from football do any football things. Reporters aren't allowed to see them see the kids run the 40. It's, uh, it's a weird situation. And it's a lot of just palm pressing and uh... Beer, tequila, steaks, and shrimp cocktail. That's, that's it. That was basically what it was. It was a bunch of executives going out of town uh, to Indianapolis, eating at, uh, like, two main steak places, drinking at three or four spots. on his first day there, he's saying how he had White Castle for breakfast. So, brilliant move by him. Uh, that's a bold move. The White Castle for breakfast, that's tough. I mean not to not go with the steak egg and cheese or baked egg and cheese that you've been drinking all night with a bunch of football execs to so go to White Castle. I don't know, what do you do? Like a sack, you got a sack of 10? Just put 10 burgers back? There's something about a fresh fountain drink when you're hung over though. Whether it's uh, I think I, I think my go-to fountain drink if I'm gonna ha- which I haven't done in a long time. I'm coffee Gatorade kind of guy, but There's something about a fresh sprite when you're hungover. Anyway, <laughs> I was just talking about Wright Thompson's breakfast at the Combine. That's pretty much um, what you got out of this article. So check that one out. It's, it's really good. The Combine's a waste of time that is not going anywhere fast. That is the that is the overall um, feeling that he got. There's no reason for it, but there's every reason for it because people will watch it. So uh, Check that out. Another article on ESPN, good day for ESPN yesterday. Another article on ESPN.com was from Emily Kaplan. Um, If you don't know her, I think she's just, I think not just, she's an NHL writer on on ESPN. And she talked about how lenient the NHL is when it comes to marijuana use amongst their players. Now, they're saying like 92% of the league. Uh, league's teams are in states where marijuana is legal on one level or another, medicinal or recreational. Uh, I think it was like 70 or 60 or something. It was a high percentage for recreational use, which is seems crazy to me that it's that high. I mean, I live in a state that's medicinal, and you won't even fucking know it, to be honest with you. So I guess it's not that surprising. And I feel like medicinal states... Kind of up that percentage a bunch. They make it seem a lot better than it is. Ninety-two, and medicine. Like I said, it's we're not a state. I know originally like in California, if you got the card or whatever, and you and it was there, you know, you just went to a doctor and said you had stress or trouble eating or uh, you know IBS or whatever the fuck, and they would end up giving it to you just because. On, uh, um, just on that one meeting. It was just how people did business. How doctors, they didn't, I don't know. It's how they did business. Uh, not so much here. It's felt much harder to get one here. You don't want to be in the list of diseases that you need to get a medical card here. Although I know people who, do, who did get it. Anyway, you wouldn't know. Um, so, Ellie Kaplan wrote about the leniency of the league. How there's this player X and he plays in a Western Conference team in a state where it's legal. And he'll go out for a steak after a game. And then he'll lay down in bed, and he'll 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 puff his weed pen a couple times, and it'll help him sleep. Um, yeah, that's that's a lot of people I know. That's not just player X. It's a lot of people who go home, have dinner, and chill out with their weed pen. It's not it's not exclusive to this one NHL player. I'll tell you that much. Um... <clears throat> But anyway, they were saying that, or she was saying that, you know, if you're caught, if you're nabbed with THC in your system, they don't ouch you. You don't get suspended. They 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 recommend you to a drug program, and they're really just out to find people who have a problem. And they, I don't, there's not so much an understanding that people are going to do it. I'm not sure, it's not the right way to put it, but there was an understanding that it's not as big of a problem as... You know, we're making that debate. Which, of course, is nuts because NHL, okay, we, we always talk about race in this country and how marijuana laws are um, swayed to hurt the African-American community. And if you look at the prison prison system and the statistics on marijuana lockups and shit like that, and you know, all right, there's an inordinate amount of African-Americans who suffer because it's the NHL. There's like three African-American players in mm-hmm. it. Right, Wayne Simmons, and I don't know a couple couple other guys. I don't. Right, is Kyle Pauzoo half black? I have no idea. I have no idea. But it doesn't matter to me. But it's just it's just odd to see that the NHL has this lenient policy. Then you have the NFL and the NBA, which predominantly black leagues, and they still have these strict ass rules to the point where David Irving, uh, Dallas Cowboys defensive end. Uh, was suspended last week, I think it was his second suspension, and he went on Instagram live yesterday, smoking a blunt, saying he quit football, saying that saying that the weed he had was, be- was better than the opiate, it was better than opiates, which is 1,000% true, that's not even up for debate, man, that's not even up for discussion, of course it's better than op- opioids. But I here's this guy, and uh, Ricky Williams did it, but he was a little bit of like, a shaman type thing, where he quit, and he came back, but whatever, that's a whole different story. than um, this, But he actually went on social media, smoking a blunt, kind of sticking it to you. Sticking to you, meaning like Roger Goodell in the NFL. It's completely antiquated. These drug policies, like I understand that there's uh, a... There's, um, Agreements that the league and the players' association come up with, but let's be honest here: the NFL and the NBA are so far behind. The fact that you could be suspended for for this, that your name could be outed for this, and even in Major League Baseball, this kid—well, this will go against what I just said about the race. That you know, what, well, I'm just assuming he's a white kid, but I didn't see, actually see the picture uh, or the or who this person was. But there's a kid who got suspended by the Cardinals for 80 games. And he had to go and apologize because, you know, make this big fucking deal about it. And his name's out there in the news because of it. And whatever. People look at you differently because of it. But there's really no need for it, man. Okay, you found alcohol in my system. You're not going to out me for it. Unless I was like six times over the limit. Or like one time over the limit driving. And or at work or something like that. Okay, this guy wasn't high at practice. This guy got this kid had gotten high at some point and there was a test there was a test long afterwards. I mean it's the is taking so long to catch up to the fact that we are a weed country, that nobody gives a shit for the most part, that people who do care are gonna be dead in twenty years. I mean it's it's insane to see I feel like that's the one thing that everybody can agree upon even if you have 20-somethings as we as it's this very <laughs> partisan time we're living in where, it's if you've, where it's you're with Trump or you're against Trump I can see 20-somethings I would assume if they're for Trump they're still, don't give a shit about the pot which obviously is a conservative thing generally um, to be against the pot you know, that know the liberal side—you know, everybody wants pot. So it's like the leagues have to catch up to it, man. And it's sad to see this kid lose his career because of it. Uh, Irving in Texas—it's fucking devastating. That's the guy's career. Um, but I mean, I guess you—you you really have to do. You really do have to like pot. I mean, it's not. Look. You do have to play by the rules if you're these if you're these people. If you're in the league, you kind of have to play ball a little bit, and it sucks. I don't like having to play ball. And I'll do your own thing. If you don't want to play ball, don't play it. And this is—it's exactly what he did. He said, "All right, he got caught twice. He's done. He's out." If I'm the Players Association today, I'm not making a big stink about it. I'm appealing it. I'm saying he makes a good point. Okay. We have no problem shoving opioids into a player's body. We know, we know the devastation that opioids have for addiction, for overdose. we see it in our communities every day. We've seen it in players, ex-players. The NHL actually has a program that they're working on helping ex-players get off of opioids. So the fact that—and look, opioids are poison, man. They really are. They tear, they tear you apart inside— And no good for your liver, okay? If you if you take it too much, and they are addicting, and it's not there's not even a comparison. I I'm not saying go ahead today and make it the alternate, because I don't know what doctors are saying, okay? I know what I feel about it, I know what I know about it, but I don't know what every expert says about weed compared to opioids. I have to assume that it's. that is probably a 95% chance that it is better and safer to take than oxycontin or oxycodone or whatever. or Any of these oxys. Okay? People call it a gateway drug. Uh, We are watching our young people die in this country as opioids are the gateway drug. Not to more drugs but to an early death. If I'm the Players Association of NFL, I'm asking for a meeting about David Irving's case. He should not have gone he should not have gone on social media and smoking a blunt. If he wants a job, that is. Maybe he doesn't want maybe he doesn't care. Maybe he's done with him. He's just done. Done with these fools. It's fine. If that's the case. Even still, if I'm the players' association, I'm going to bat with this kid today. In the NFL, more NFL news, and that was, uh, that's one. Here's some more drama out of the Antonio Brown story. Of course, I wake up today overnight, came out, and was refuted that he was headed to, to the Bills. I Look, man, why would the Bills take him? All right, why? He's not going to play for you if you're the Bills. He's not going to play for you. Of course, this fool is not going to get over. So I got to... I just I can't stand on the highway When you have a guy who's going Neck and neck With a big ass truck Like why Why are you Just fucking go by him man You Because you can't pass him You're sticking me in his blind spot And there's no need for that Bruno Masaro and Sons Drywall Contractors There you go There's free advertising Friday right there Need some drywall done? You know what? Nah, don't call them. I got a guy. You don't want to go to this guy. This guy's got got a big-ass truck. He's going to screw you. I got a guy who's not going to screw you. Let me know. Um, call on the 22. If you're in Connecticut, you need some drywall done, let me know. You don't have to call Bruno. I'm sure he does a good job, but if you're shopping for a better deal, I know a guy. (laughs) Um, If you're the Bills, why would you trade for this guy? Why are you taking that chance? You're going to take him under contract. I think there's still three years on his contract. He doesn't want to pay for the fucking Steelers, who are perennial contenders. They had a bad year last year or some shit going on. We know that. Why does he go to the Bills, man? Why? Uh, Bills, right? They have a decent defense. But, you know, second-year quarterback... Not at all. They're just a they're middle of the pack AFC East team. They're not gonna compete with you're not gonna compete with this with the Patriots next year. He is not gonna want to go there. He wants to go someplace where he can make a fucking splash. To be honest with you, I don't know. Pittsburgh seems like a perfect situation. I'm not him, so I have no idea. If he has problems with Roethlisberger or whatever, and he just wants out. Um and there's no stopping him. Whatever. I don't understand the complete reason why, but that's what he wants. I'm not touching this guy with a 10-foot pole, man. It is not just, it's just not worth the risk. And that's kind of where I stand with, with Odell, but Odell's under contract. Okay? We stay, made a commitment to him, and now you're stuck with him. You have to make a decision. It's going to be bet- if between now and next off season, you don't have a quarterback that's going to keep him happy and you just need a good quarterback, okay? You just need a good quarterback that's going to get him the ball, that's not that's going to that's going to let him run free and that keeps this, this Giants team a 500 plus team, that gets them close to the playoffs, okay? Keep him happy. Okay? And if you can't do that, you got to trade him. You're going to have to build around your next quarterback. You're going to have to he, look, we don't. We know we don't that you don't need big time, one A alpha dog receivers to win championships. We know that, okay. Who are the who are the look? He had Tyreek Hill in the final four this year. Tyreek Hill, right? Was number one. He's not. They're working on a deal for him right now, but he's not the. You know, he's not the alpha dog in the league here. You Have. Uh, who was the other uh, the other Patriots who was like Edelman right who was the MVP didn't have a big time receiver they 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 they, they pieced it together with with guys with good hands they didn't they don't you don't need a you know big time diva receiver you don't on the other side uh well the case what's his name uh Michael Thomas who was best in the, one of the best in the league this year and you don't know that's good the offense that's a little bit of breeze but I mean again, this is not Antonio Brown, Julio Jones here. So I mean like we know you don't need these big time guys to get to get to the promised land. So why if you're the Bills would you make would you take this chance? And Antonio Brown even comes out and says fake news and like this narrative is just getting ridiculous. Ian Rappaport reported it and it, it's just getting to a point of ridiculousness. Um yeah i don't know why you wouldn't why you would want this guy unless he even if he was 100%, even if he was hundred percent committed to you now I don't know what he's going to do tomorrow right I don't know what he's going to do a year from now that's why the Odell contract is bad because you don't know how committed he is i mean he was already had one foot out the door like six weeks after he fucking signed this contract it's insane it's nuts um we're okay. We're we're coming up to the train station here. I don't want, I don't want to talk about Paul Manafort. Not really. Lenient sentence, forty seven months for Manafort. Thank God we got this green light, so I don't have to sit around and bullshit about it. What's nuts is he was convicted. Right. He's guilty. The judge gave him a lenient sentence, but the sentence is gonna be a, is considered a win for Trump and his team. Welcome to the U. Because it's so lenient, Please take your but with you. we know white collar criminals in this country aren't taken very seriously. It's a little, it's a little tax fraud between between friends, right? <laughs> uh, so whatever. That's it for today for the twenty-two. Maybe we'll be back tonight. Maybe we'll see. We'll see how things are going this afternoon. Maybe we'll do a little radio roulette. It's been a long time. We'll see how I feel. It's basically how I feel. if you want to get in the car this afternoon. If I feel like doing a show, if I got a couple of things to complain about, maybe the fucking commute was shitty or somebody at work, fucking with me. Let me go catch this. Oh, there you go. One minute ago, Bleacher Report. Antonio Brown trade. The bills is dead. That was like six hours. Thank you very much. Have a great goddamn day, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you soon.